Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jonathan Baldock. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. So grateful to have you here this wonderful Saturday. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Ah, you betcha. We are going to talk about something quite important, especially in this past year after COVID, and that is advocacy programs for our employees. A lot of business owners are like having to re-navigate and re-strategize how to operate their businesses with most of their employees working from home. How do we re-engage the employees in a real um, effective way and make them feel like they're part of this community, uh, this business community? But where we all help each other and also are as productive as we can be from our working environments at home. And so before we go there, I want you to share a little bit about your backstory. You used to work with um, LinkedIn and their Elevate program. You've done a number of wonderful things. Now you're working with Social HP, which stands for Horsepower, socialhp.com, helping people out there. So share a little bit about your background. Yeah, um, that's right. I was with LinkedIn for almost 10 years. And the first five and a half years, I was working with LinkedIn's largest global customers building their social media recruitment strategies. So how do they uh, acquire and retain new talent? 
And uh, so they uh, use various different LinkedIn tools to be able to do that. And then the final four and a little bit years uh, while I was at LinkedIn was on the LinkedIn Elevate platform. And LinkedIn Elevate was a social sharing platform, an employee advocacy platform, if you will. And our clients were using it for a few different reasons. Uh, one was pure marketing. So building out the, at the top of the marketing funnel and building awareness about the brand. Another was sales. So it would be social selling, getting their salespeople, sharing out content, building new leads for them and, and giving them an opportunity to be able to book appointments. Uh, another was talent acquisition. So if your employees are sharing the goodness about the company, the open jobs, it, it's great that your employees are, you know, obviously if they're great people, uh, they're connected to also, you know, more great people with similar skill sets. So drives referrals into the company. And also it helps to actually keep employees around because it's reminding them of all the great things the company is doing. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, about brand reputation. So uh, there are a variety of companies that really uh, utilize LinkedIn and the power of this platform in order to be able to control the narrative and make sure that they were representing their organization in the best possible way. Wow. And that is so important. It's interesting that you say that it helps with brand recognition and for employees to realize what is the company doing and why is it so great to work here? Because you can forget that when you work from home, you have kids running about and you're getting to the nitty gritty. You forget like, why did I join here? Why is this a great company? And it can get you all re-engaged as a community to realize this is a really awesome company community and how can we even make it even better? Um, now, share what does advocacy programs really mean and how can companies use them? Sure. So, and perhaps before I do that, I'll, I'll back it up just a little bit and um, talk a little bit about uh, the kinds of content that uh, we would look at on a, a platform like LinkedIn, but it really applies to all platforms. Mm -hmm. So there's three different kinds. There's owned, paid, and earned. And owned means your website. It means your LinkedIn company page. It means your, your corporate Twitter account, your Facebook account, et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, paid would mean, hey, you're going to a company like LinkedIn and saying, we want you know, to run this paid campaign. Uh, we've got this ad. We've got this program. We want people to click and we want them to do this. And we'll target it. So we want uh, the ad to go in front of these people at these kinds of companies, this industry at this level that have this kind of income or whatever your targeting is. And they run that ad campaign. And then uh, earned is really where I spend my time. And that's on the advocacy platforms. And so that's where you basically, instead of trying to just put a particular message in front of the audience, you have an opportunity to have an ongoing conversation because advocacy platforms at a program will run all year. It's called an evergreen channel. So now you don't have to rush. You can have a conversation. You're not just about putting ads and saying, please click on this and buy our stuff. You're really talking about the company, the people, the industry, thought leadership, uh, news about what's going on. And you might highlight employees and things about what you're doing in the community, not just products and services, but really talking about the whole you know, organization and the value that you bring to the table. That changes the conversation and it allows... Uh, companies uh, that, you know, over the course of time, uh, we would consider them like the buyer's journey and there's multiple touch points. And uh, I'll give you a quick example. You know, if you're driving down the road and you see a, a billboard with a BMW on it, you don't just immediately go, well, I guess I've got to buy a BMW now and drive over to a dealership. You know, even if you're looking for a car, that ad, you know, it might spark your attention, but that doesn't mean you're really going to go run and buy mm -hmm. that. So exactly. that conversation has to happen, you know, uh, uh, over a period of time, uh, you get educated, 
And then when you're ready to make your decision, perhaps BMW's done a great job and they've had enough touch points with you that now they're one of the top brands you would consider. So it's mm-hmm. warming up that audience. And so that's really a lot of what uh, these kinds of advocacy programs can do. But for the employees, what it does is it elevates their professional standing. It uh, brings them into the picture of being a subject matter expert, being looked upon as somebody that's a trusted advisor, more sort of connected into the community. So therefore, when that employee reaches out to a client or a prospective client, Mm -hmm. those people are much more likely to respond. They're much more warm to the idea of connecting and having a conversation Mm -hmm. because they've seen all of this great stuff that the employees have been sharing out over the last number of months. And so this is really the, in essence, what these are about. I love that. I, I love that, John. Uh, what's interesting is that one company I'm working with now, they've actually had a number of their employees go out and do some podcasts and, and do some blogging. Uh, LinkedIn mm-hmm. now has this new blog thing where you can do blogs and, and post sure. it onto their thing. And so it gives a way to actually add value to the marketplace with whatever your skills and talents are as a company and then for free, but also to get your possible client base to get to know you and okay, Hmm, these people are starting to warm on me. I think I could use them for X, Y, Z, because now you're actually beginning to have that um, digital relationship with them. That's right. You're building a, a connection from your brand to your prospective clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they now have a feeling about your brand and uh, they understand what you're about and it, and it humanizes the organization. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give you a couple of other quick stats. So okay. um, if you're, if you're thinking about salespeople, salespeople are 70% more likely to hit their sales quota if they're doing social selling, meaning if they're sharing out content, if they're reaching out through people through social networks, et cetera. So it's a big motivation for salespeople to actually take on this kind of a, a, a program and get involved. And then if we think about companies, um, let's take an example of a company that's, say, a smaller company has 50 employees. Mm-hmm. An average company like that on LinkedIn might have 800 to 1,000 followers. And that includes the 50 people that work there. So if they do a company page update, it'll reach 800 to 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. If one employee shares that update, they'll reach about 800 people because the average member on LinkedIn has 800 connections. So if you get all 50 employees to share that story, you'll reach 40,000 people, whereas your company will only be able to reach 1,000. So your, yeah. your reach is now 40 times larger through your employees And then if we think, well, what kind of company might have 40,000 followers? Well, that's a company that has usually around 2,000 employees. Mm -hmm. So your company of 50 people can now have the same voice, the same strength of message as a company that has 2,000 employees. So it's the great equalizer. All you need to do, and there's so few companies that are actually utilizing this kind of technology. And all you need to do is just find a platform that works best for you and implement it and, you know, deliver the content. You already have stories. You already have things to share. There's lots to talk about in the industry, thought leadership, et cetera, that you can comment on. All you have to do is is just take the step. I I so love that you're bringing this up. I need to talk to my clients about this because what's interesting about it is that each of the people working in your particular company will have their own gifts and talents as they're bringing to make your company amazing. And let's highlight those stories. Let's say, okay, accounting are doing XYZ for our clientele or the design department has brought in XYZ design and, you know, just for them to highlight their stories. And you know what I find? Here's the thing I find, John, as you said, if salespeople engage with these technologies and ways to socially connect, stories sell. 
For real, because people connect with that. What I find early on, I started my business and I had just put up a logo. I was so proud of my logo. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. I put it on all the social media and I was like doing all these like little quotes that I made up that I thought were really kitschy for finance. Um, But I wasn't getting any feedback. And then I took down my logo and I put up my face and people were like, it's nice to meet you. Right, of course. So when you really make that person to person connection, which a lot of people are scared to do online because they're like, oh, they're scared to put themselves out there. But when Mm -hmm. you really start to put yourself out there, people connect with people. Absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. It's a great summation. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. So now how do, let's say you have a whole, you have 50 people and you've really not connected with them as a business owner. How do you begin to pull out the stories and, and the ways in which your employees can all be a part of this? How do you begin to do that with them? Well, and I think first off, we have to explain to the employees what they're going to see out of it. You know, what's the benefit to them? And I I highlighted some of those earlier, Mm -hmm. but I will say, you know, doing that and saying, hey, here's our expectation. It would be lovely if you could share out some content. Mm -hmm. But also uh, LinkedIn had a really great best practice. And I think this really applies to all companies. And that's, we had a ratio for every six pieces of content you would share. Three pieces would be thought leadership. Two pieces would be industry news. And only one would be about the company. So therefore, the employees don't feel like they're a voice box just you know, pumping up products and services with the message of bye, 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 please, yeah. please, bye, bye, bye. So instead, they're sharing out thought leadership, industry news, and then every now and again, company content. Mm-hmm. Also, that lifts the burden on the company feeling like, oh my gosh, all we have to do is just constantly create these new stories, and we're now under a huge amount of pressure to deliver. There's so much... There's so many stories out there, so much content out there that's already available that you could make available to employees. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a tool like Social HP, it pulls it all in and makes it easily accessible and digestible. So that's one note. The other piece is then looking for those gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, most companies have marketing content. Most companies are focused on their products and services. So now it's just t- turning that lens a little bit on the inside and saying, Hey, who can we highlight? What's a, what's an employee that you know we're really proud of, and they've done something great this mm-hmm. quarter? So it's you know looking for those stories and just basically saying to that employee, hey, write in your own words, you know what you're thinking of, or perhaps ask the manager, hey, can you highlight this employee? Give them kudos, and then we'll have all the rest of the employees celebrate it, share it, like it, and comment mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, and definitely. those things are are really very compelling. It doesn't necessarily have to be a product or service because. If I see a message about a client or or, or like a perspective, if I'm a prospective buyer and Mm -hmm. I see a message and this company is just celebrating their employees Mm -hmm. and when I get down to making my decision, like I want to work with a company that's filled with great people that Mm -hmm. I like and I like the people and I like the products and services. So it's all part and parcel of of how you tell the story. It is. You know, you, you said something very important there for me. You've heard about customer care, customer service, all that good stuff, but it starts internal customer care. How are you treating your employees? If I, right. I, and this is, this is a wonderful story. Many years ago, I went to a coffee shop, love their coffee, but I started to see the owner treat their, their people behind the counter with disrespect. Right. And I was immediately turned off by the place. I, I didn't like their coffee anymore, but more, more than anything, I didn't want to give them my money for them treating employees like crap. And so if you are highlighting employees and saying, here's uh, kudos we want to give because this person did X, Y, Z and everyone's celebrating them. I'm like, man, they give respect to their employees. They're going to do the same to me as a oh, customer. Absolutely. What you see is what you should expect, right? You know, what goes around, comes around kind of expression. And um, so the, the, I think the final point that I would make on, on this sort of theme is that um, 
employees, although even if they raise their hand, um, they don't want to become a social media marketing expert, and they're also not copywriters. So uh, we need to make it as easy as possible. We got to do all the kind of the lifting for them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and my experience when I was at LinkedIn, uh, if you had a thousand employees raise their hand and say, this sounds great, and I'm going to sign on to the program, honestly, only on average, 200 would actually log in and share something on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So those are the people that adopt technology. They're excited about it and they're motivated by it. So how do you, you know, what do you do with that other 80%? And uh, that's really been the big challenge. And so, you know, I'm happy to be in a place where the tool that I consult with now, which is Social HP, they're sort of the next generation of advocacy platforms, which is taking that that lift away from that 80% that, that, you know, want to do it, but don't have the time, they're too busy. And uh, so we built some functionality called do it for me, which basically means they can raise their hand and say, this sounds fantastic. But uh, FYI, everybody knows I'm not a social media marketing manager. I also don't write copy. So if you guys could just sort of pick the right things that it should be sharing on the right cadence, that would be brilliant. Take all the lifting off for me. And so that's that's the, the, the sort of, I guess, the last piece of the puzzle that I really struggled with when I was at LinkedIn that I think, you know, has been solved for now. And so I'm excited that that's, that's the, you know, that was that, that last little piece that, uh, that we were able to solve for. That is awesome. That's the secret sauce for me. It's interesting. Savvy. I'm really good at the auditory sharing. I'm superb at that putting out the content and putting out the great titles and da, 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 not my thing. That's why I hired someone to do it because I'm like, it's just not my thing, but it's great to have a tool like this that the businesses can use social HP where they can now engage your employees that like, you don't have to be an expert in this, this social media thing or copy. We got this. And yeah, that's, that's fabulous. So what does it look like when they sign in, they begin to get started? Do they, is it a monthly thing or how does it look? What does it look like? So what they, they get invited, uh, there's a little, you know, sort of like click here to sign up and then they decide which networks they want to connect. So they can connect LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, um, usually most people connect LinkedIn and then a few will connect some other ones, but it also depends on what the industry is for the company, you know, depending on where their clients are. Um, but, uh, that all said, once they sign up, they get a long-term token. So once they connect, for example, LinkedIn, they only had to sign in and connect LinkedIn once per year. After that, if they use single sign-on and that's the way they access their tools at their company, then they would just use single sign-on and it'd be within their app store, mm-hmm. uh, within the company. Otherwise, they just log in with their email and their password that they've used to create it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then all of that content is available to them and it's selected by their role. So if I'm in talent acquisition, I see content that relates to my function, my role, my industry, et cetera. If I'm in sales, I get content that's really applicable to my network, my audience, you know, things that, you know, that my audience cares about. So it's content that's really specific to me, but the company doesn't have to sort of have that, you know, oh my gosh, this huge burden of where do we get all these stories and how do we build this? You know, so we actually go and pull all of the right stories from the world and the web and pull it all into the tool and make it easily digestible and easily shareable. And that's for the people that want to go in. For the rest of them that raise their hand and say, this sounds great, but I honestly don't want to do the work. Then that's what we, you know, we built the do it for me functionality where one administrator within just a few seconds could share a story for an entire sales team, an entire marketing team, or all employees. So if there was a message from the CEO and the CEO is like, please, everybody, can you please just like this? We can actually schedule out all of the likes. 
So that way the CEO doesn't have to do anything. No employee has to do anything. And we can schedule the likes over a couple of week period. So it doesn't like, it's not weird. Like everyone liked it at the same day at the same oh time. Oh my God, I love yeah, that. We, yeah, we've got you know all kinds of great functionality built in. So that, that way it really makes it a much more natural experience. People can participate, but they don't have to do the heavy lifting. Nor do oh the people God. even that run the program. It's not heavy lifting. If, this is if so cool. I'm terrible at copywriting and I'm terrible at, at, at writing. And I could run a program by myself in an hour and a half a month and manage it for a thousand employees personally. Like I'm not, I, I can talk about technology, but I'm not super technology savvy. Mm-hmm. And this thing is just so shockingly simple. It's, it's just brilliant. Oh my gosh. I need to sign up for it myself. This is phenomenal. <laughs> I love yeah. this. Yeah, it's this pretty is- cool. This is really, really great for for businesses out there. And I love the fact that now they can compete with big, huge businesses that have 2,000 or more employees. They can, as you said, the great equalizer. Now the 50 employees can be equal to like 2,000. That's fabulous. Well, they can get started where again? Give them the website. Yeah, so it's it's socialhp.com. And or they could just look me up on LinkedIn. It's Jonathan Baldock and they can just message me there and I'm happy to have a chat. This has been fabulous. Thank you so much for the insights and wonderful information. I know this is going to help so many businesses listening in. Thank you, uh, Jonathan Moldock, for joining us today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.